We're back. We're back. Just a week later. We're uh, adults at podcasting. We can now. keep this going consistently we, now. We got caffeine. We got stories. We got other people's stories. We're bringing that back. I uh, had few stories this week because I had a quiet Labor Day weekend. Labor Day? No, that's what it was, right? I I don't know the difference between Labor Day and Memorial Day. I just know one starts summer, one ends summer. Yeah, fair enough. I'm I'm shocked that you didn't have a lot of drama because I had nothing but it. I had just crazy Damn. people the whole time. No, my cleaner literally texted me like, "Was it actually quiet all weekend?" <laughs> And I was like, yeah, nobody, no complaints, no issues. Everybody was cool. Uh, there was one guy who I thought I was so sure would be issues. Yeah. And I was upset because one of the cameras ran out of battery. Like one, the, le- oh, the leaves were cameras. blocking the solar panel. And so I was just like, we need a camera for this guy. This guy asked me like the same question, like, it's also one of those things where they're translating and oh, as an yeah. as an immigrant and a person that wasn't born here I'm allowed to say this <laughs> I can't wait sometimes you can't tell whether there's a language barrier happening or the other person is dumb yes. and it takes you some time because you give them the benefit of the doubt that you're, there's a language barrier yes. and then you're like oh no I think this person might just be really stupid yes. it's not a language issue at all no, that that is, I think, one of the things you learn as you age is that there are uh, like white trash hillbillies in every country in the world. Right. They could be on a camel. They're stupid people of all backgrounds. Of yeah. course. They could be course. on a four wheeler. They could be, <laughs> you know, being bad at life is universal. Yeah. Well, they ended up being fine. They just had a lot of trouble with like they. We send a rental registration that we're required to send yeah. to our community. We send it ten days days ahead of time. We tell the renter we need it back five days prior to check-in filled out we actually need it back three days prior to check-in but if yeah. we don't send it in three days prior to check-in we get fined 35 dollars, and we don't charge the guest for that fine so because sure. of course like it's just it's already really a bit of a nuisance i get it and so i'm not gonna like charge you 35 dollars because you sent a form late we, we eat that cost on a regular basis but he did it but he sent this shit in late he didn't send it at all. And so <laughs> and so like four days, three days beforehand, I'm like, could you please fill it out? He responds and he's like, yes, I will. Then like the next day, he's like, I tried. He doesn't fill out the form at all. He like thinks he's adding guests through Airbnb. I'm like, no, the link that I sent you on this date, you need to do it through there. And it was just like really a cycle a cartoonish cycle of like over and over having to repeat the same thing. Anyway, he was fine. I let him uh, add an extra two guests, which we charge them for above our limit or whatever. And so I was just nervous. I was like, he seems young. He doesn't seem super bright. He's already got two more people past our occupancy. So our risk level is just higher with this stuff. And I wanted to recharge the camera and I forgot the little screwdriver that used to open the ring camera. And I asked my brother to do it. And of course he didn't get it done. He didn't, have the screwdriver either to be fair but like i had to rush home if i had time like he he's got as much ingenuity as i do if not more he can figure out how to open the freaking ring camera thing he can find a a star key or whatever it is or figure out how to pry it anyway it wasn't done but long story short things ended okay there were no complaints there was no damage everything was hunky-dory I love that, and I also relate so much to the, the the long chain of bullshit that you had to worry about, and it just makes me feel bad for uh, your wife and my girlfriend that like they're sitting next to us. In our head, it's like, I got to get the star key to get the ring camera, <laughs> the ring cam is being blocked by the solar panel, <laughs> solar panels blocked by the leaves, and it this guy be, doesn't speak English. It wouldn't be so bad if this guy didn't give me a bunch of red flags to worry that I need a camera at the place. Because I know I just, I fume that out like a dragon breathing smoke all the time. Like, I can't turn it off. Well, the funny thing is also, like, Megan's a co-host on them, but we have two, we have a duplicate of this listing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we like use one for winter one for summer and like oh, manage smart. them differently and stuff the can- calendars are linked but I forgot she wasn't on that listing so I'm like at the gym texting with this guy trying to get him to fill out this fucking form and like yeah. extra frustrated because I'm trying to work out <laughs> and then I'm texting Megan and I'm like can you believe this fucking moron oh my god what is it a language barrier or he's just an idiot and then she's like I don't know what you're talking about I'm not on that listing <laughs> 
No, there's nothing that makes me feel uh, like um, what is the movie? Is is it Tropic Thunder where Tom Cruise is like a blowhard fat uh, CEO? Yeah, 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 yeah. Where Tom he's wearing Jew body, not yeah. Jew face necessarily, <laughs> but Jew body. <laughs> also allowed to say. It. I never thought. About, I never thought about that. He's just like got an earpiece, and he's I mean, he's literally like top. a Weinstein type, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's how I feel when I'm working out, and then I get a, a, a mildly inconvenient Airbnb text. I'm like. <laughs> Fucking kidding me. <laughs> Take off my sunglasses. I put this 10 pound dumbbell down <laughs> and move on. God. No, I, I had a weird, you know, I didn't have any like major problems, but I had a lot of unhappy white women. Um, this one lady showed up and the grass was a little bit high and she claimed that the storm door was not as clean as she would like. And uh, I was like, you know that three days ago we had a tropical storm <laughs> that we thought was going to be a hurricane. And so everyone, like power went out, like trees fell over. The grass is just going to be long until we get around to it, you know? And she was, that was not good enough. She was so mad she canceled her whole trip. We like, Really? Day of, I sent someone over to clean the storm door. And by the way, it was fine. The grass did need a little bit of trimming, but it wasn't like obscene. It wasn't like haunted house looking. But some people just so unhappy, man. They're just so unhappy, and they need you to be unhappy to make to feel their pain. She checked in already. She checked in. Did she stay for a night? They stayed for a night, and then they left. And I was just like, hey, and, and, and once again, is that thing. Lauren was like, hey, my girlfriend was like, we're going to go watch. They're, they're showing Lady and the Tramp in the park, and it's going to be so fun. And then I'm just on my phone just screaming in hell <laughs> while, like she's trying to watch Lady and the Tramp and then the, then we're at this stupid like park movie and there's no vendors I, I, this is this is off subject but we go to this park this is in New York yes yeah we go to this like movie in the park thing honestly you deserve everything you get for being a pair of Disney adults yes go on. yes this yeah this I don't is even know cross. if Lady and the Tramp is Disney but <laughs> two childless adults going to see Lady and the Tramp in the park you can have a child or you can go to Disney and be the child <laughs> we've made our choices yeah. drawn our line in the sand so we go there and there's no fucking vendors there we're lucky there's like a bathroom near there and it's all children like which i know is shocking or not shocking to you but i was so surprised it's 8 30 <laughs> at night it's a park filled with grabbable kids yeah. just running around <laughs> doing whatever the fuck they want I just imagine you in front of the like lady in the tramp screen in the background yeah. what are you doing here <laughs> it's late at night you Get should out be of in here. bed yeah um, I was gonna finger bang my girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. You never, you never got Lady in the Tramp banged, man. That's the best. I used to have a joke that the adult Lady in the Tramp is when you use opposite sides of the same towel to wipe cum from your genitals. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's funny in that movie. There's a scene where they go to like the pound or whatever, and there's always this thing in some Disney movies where they have one dog that is like a prostitute. That they don't address. <laughs> She's like a There were sexy like adult dog. things back then. She's yeah. like, what a tramp. <laughs> Just like, and then they always like sing in like a sexy way. Yeah, for yeah. A dog. I don't know. Anyway, so we're at this park and there's no vendors except for one like home use popcorn machine. And this guy has a 20 person deep line for popcorn in like, just so you know, if you ever write an Airbnb host and they're trying to solve your problem, that is where they are. They're not like sitting in an office in front of a computer screen. I'm like on a wet blanket next to my girlfriend being a wet blanket myself. <laughs> that makes people not sympathetic at all. Yeah. I'm so sorry to bother you yeah. while you're relaxing. I'm not relaxing. I wouldn't have <laughs> relaxed anyway, but this, you know. God, so we walked to Burger King, and then we walked back, and then we got an Uber home. That's what we did. And Burger King. And Burger King, yeah. What a night. I'm a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> of all the places to eat in Queens. Yeah, well, I mean, we're in Elmhurst for starters, and for seconders, there's nothing around us. <laughs> it's like gas stations where you pump your own gas and like old ladies' houses, and anyway. Yeah. It was crazy. So, yeah, that was my saga. It was mostly people complaining. But, um, yeah, so we wanted to talk about... <laughs> we, we had a list. Yeah, I feel like such a fraud when we have structure on this podcast, but we need to bring it up. No, uh, we talked about what would be... like Because right now I'm dealing with this situation where a lot of owners, they are 
they they push back when I tell them things to buy for their house. They I give them this long list, and maybe the list is too long. Yeah. But there's just such a domino effect, like what you were describing with the this to that and the the knee bones connected to the yeah. You know, so like for example, I had an owner who was mad, or maybe not mad, but just annoyed that I wanted them to buy a vacuum. How how do you not have a vacuum? Well, they're like the cleaner should bring a vacuum. But it's what about the guests? Exactly, checkmate. That's exactly right. Yeah, that's something you understand because you have done this before. But even honestly, our very first one, I got a Dyson for the wall. I was like, I want this place to look nice. I want it to be the kind of vacuum that's like not an eyesore and that makes people feel like they're at a nice spot. And we have a Dyson at every house. Exactly. I got them probably like on sale on Woot or something refurbished maybe. And your house is um your house isn't even carpeted. This house by the way is completely carpeted. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. And so like you know, and every time I have to like strong arm them, I feel like the trust goes down a little bit. But I but I also don't know how do I need to go line item by line item and explain to you? I feel like the trust know? doesn't go down as long as you're firm about it. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you tell them yes, you absolutely need a vacuum, that at least i mean at least to me i would be like okay this guy sounds like he's confident in what he's talking about but if you were like you know you really should then i'm like oh well i could probably convince him otherwise and he probably heard it from some other host but he doesn't really know or something well the problem is they called me and they could hear the lady in the tramp bellanote song playing (laughs) 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 like this guy is fucking serial killer every (laughs) time i call him there's a disney song in the background (laughs) does he work at disney no um yeah no stuff like that where I, i so we're trying to make like some infographics now to be like, this is how pricing works. Here's an image of why and how. And I think we should do something like that for the list that we give people because they people underestimate the amount of money they're going to put into it. And so I, the, the way I try to explain it to people is I say, just in the subject of words that have key in them, we need a keypad, we need a lockbox, we need a key for the lockbox and the keypad, we need a ring camera, we need a water key to turn the water off at your main, all this kind of stuff. Not just, a smart lock? Uh, well, I mean, we have a keypad on the, on the door for sure, but then we need a key box with a key in case the keypad dies. Oh, that's a good note. <laughs> I've had I've had some issues actually. No, I mean everyone you and it, it never happens until it does and then you're fucking furious. Yeah, you know? no, no, that's definitely something that we should have. I mean, I have someone local that is readily available unless they let me know that they're not who I pay to be readily available. Yeah. But you're lucky that that's that's awesome. But no, that's nonetheless A, it's smart to have and B, my goal is to respect her time as well and anything that it's possible to avoid having her do trips to the houses i think is always good for everybody well let me ask you this then what what have you learned that you had to have in the house that maybe you didn't know up front well so you know we we kind of like really wanted to go all out from the beginning yeah so there's there are things that aren't coming to mind right now that we've added for sure um, maybe like weird kitchen items, like something somebody might need. Uh, Did you do all like your um, fun stuff? Like your, don't you have like a foosball table or something like that? We tried to do like game room stuff. Uh, well, the first house we got didn't have room for it, oh, okay. but then eventually we did turn that garage, it's a one-car garage, into a game room yeah. and got a couple arcade machines and a, um, what do you call the thing you slide? Uh, Air hockey. No, that you slide the roller thing and it hits the bowling. No, well, like kind of like mini. You Shuffle like roll the board. ball and it goes into the holes. Cornhole. No, <laughs> you, throw, you don't roll cornhole. There's not even a ball in cornhole. Though we do have cornhole. No, it's uh, you roll. You you roll the thing and then it's it's in like a lot of arcades. The ball rolls and then there's a bunch of holes with different points at the on the other end. God, what the fuck are you talking about? I are you? I can't picture. I can imagine you not knowing the name, but you being that confused by you, it. I, well, you know what I'm thinking of is that one where it's like a long wood board where you where yeah. you knock other people's pieces. No, shuffle that shuffleboard kind of game. Yeah, no. Um, um, what is it? This fucking uh, whatever this. 
rolling score oh, thing. What the fuck is that called? That, it's like at every carnival. You like Why, the roll. I, I know, but now that we've now we've focused on it, I can't. Uh, well, it's funny because I'm looking at it on Wayfair, and I st- it still doesn't say what the fuck it's called. What is it called? <laughs> it's the one where you roll it, and there's it like, just says roll and score, probably because it's not like the official copyrighted. Yeah, yeah, it's all but yeah. It, they also roll and score. Ski ball. Ski ball. Geez. Good God. Okay. Oh. Well, I'm God. glad we thought of the name, but also, like, you couldn't even picture it. No, I had no idea what you were talking about. I would never born in this country. I would have never um, in a million years thought you had a ski ball. You're the only person that has a ski ball game in their house that I've ever heard of. Well, it's fun. It's a good time. It and is. It's, they're pretty, the Wayfair ones, there's some that are pretty cheap. Um, yeah, we got like a couple of the one-up arcade machines. We've got the ski ball. We put a pool table wherever we could put a pool table because people love them. Yeah. Um, we got. A table tennis table one anyway so yeah <clears throat> all that we got like right away as much as we could this first house had no room originally until we made the garage a game room um but uh that we got uh you know like we supply toothbrushes and toothpaste that's cute i like that uh that's you, a good touch yeah the, yeah the one thing i've rolled back on is originally we got those like soap Shampoo, air conditioner, uh, air conditioner, so shampoo, <laughs> hair conditioner, <Shit> expensive <laughs> dispensers that like yeah. stick to the wall that you refill like at yeah. a hotel, but they fall all the time. And we had someone once say I that remember. like, this, yeah. someone said like one fell on her kid's foot or something and like, he's fine, but we just want you to know, like it wasn't a big deal, but like, <coughs> uh, since uh, they, that's happened, I basically told my cleaner, we bought a bunch of bottles to just put on the f- shelf where there's a shelf or whatever and just said when they fall not to put them back up see that that's funny because that's something i'm trying to get away from because one time i did a survey where get i get away from what um providing little individual soaps because we don't provide little individual soaps. oh i thought that's what you were saying no you, no you, no like, we the, have a big thing that we refill ah, okay. yeah gotcha well like i i did a survey one time on facebook where i said would you prefer a slightly nicer soap in big dispenser form or would you prefer a standard, not that nice hotel style, individual, perfectly sealed one? And it was like an 80-20 split. Most people were like, nicer dispenser. And the other people were like, I think a man's going to pee in the big soap. So I need to make sure we get the individuals. Why would anyone pee? You like unscrew it and open it up and pee into it? In, in the big dispenser ones. Yeah, that's Why what they would... thought. Well, I mean, I you know, I don't know. I guess they look at us and they're like, these guys look like <laughs> they're putting their little wieners in soap. Yeah, no. The, the <laughs> only thing is just refilling those. Sometimes you switch brands or something and now you got a mix of like two colors in there. Oh, you know? that's gross. <laughs> that did happen. And it's just soap. It's not actually gross. It just looks a little funny. But then also emptying that thing would suck where you're just like, just like having to pump out. Yeah, no, I mean, you can take pumps. the thing out and pour it out and wash oh, it. It's go. whatever. It's not a huge deal. It was just the adhesive isn't as good as I thought it would be, or at least the, and we got like the nicer ones, whatever, but like, yeah, it's just not worth having it fall on somebody. So we've been switching those. Uh, yeah, we get the little toothpaste, although we got a ton of those. And then somebody in a review or in a reply said that the toothpaste was expired. And lo and behold, yeah, like a month ago, these little toothpastes, exp- I, I don't know, I, I used it. I didn't tell the difference, but obviously Man, we need to get new ones. Everybody needs to grow up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, that's like once once something's pissed you off and you're looking to list stuff, you add that the toothpaste is expired. It's literally the smallest thing on the smallest thing in the house. Yeah. You know. It's it's actually really hard to, to notice. Like, my brother couldn't believe it and then, like, sent me a photo and was like, well, fuck me. Like, <laughs> right at the top, if you hold the tube upside down and look at the light, <laughs> it's, you it's can like see it. It's like a national it. treasure clue. Yeah. It's like a secret lies with Charlotte kind of. The big one that we had to invest a bunch in is air conditioning we had yeah. we like got split units for two of them because like a like personally i would demand air conditioning at this point wherever i'm going i'm just not trying to be sweating my balls off the whole time well that's the difference between you and me like in the south there is no it doesn't exist that you don't have air conditioning right you don't have air conditioning you die well so this is very <laughs> common there and it was maybe not as hot summers some years ago or like people that lived there wasn't weren't doing it but like there'd be some window units there were two in-wall units in one spot one house has central but yeah so these two other ones were like one of them had these two in-wall units that were like old as shit one of them was broken and um the rest of it had no air conditioning and we thought like oh it's like 
pretty wooded and blah blah blah. Now it gets pretty hot. Oh, I can imagine. And it was a pretty big investment. Uh, between the two, we got one done, and then we got the next one done the next year. But it's a huge difference, you know. It's like nobody needs to take units in and out of the windows. There's some that have like these awkward, like Pocono Mountains style windows that don't fit an air conditioner because they open uh, like uh, vertically or whatever, uh, or horizontally. And so you have to like get a portable unit, and you gotta like kind of rig it so it it just looks ugly and stuff. So yeah, doing the split units was a game changer. It just makes everyone's life easier it looks better it works as a heat pump as well so in the winter oh. what's that i said oh i didn't know uh, yeah so in the winter you're not using the baseboards which are pretty expensive or you're using them supplementary maybe if it's like really cold uh so yeah it saves money that it does it's going to take years to pay off the investment in terms of like energy savings but yeah otherwise it like helps with everything else about the house basically yeah yeah it just it's just Coming from the south where it's so fucking hot, you people literally die every year because they don't have air conditioning. Yeah. Like, that's how hot. It just blows my mind when there's a culture that doesn't. Like, I'll never forget. Like, like all of your, like, yeah, not all of it, but like, they exactly. don't use air conditioning the way we do. They don't use air conditioning and they also don't expect it and they just are fine. Like, I remember, like, I was like working in this cafe in Denmark and there's an old man and he's wearing, is 80 degrees in this cafe if it was anything. And he's wearing a collared shirt. A sweater over that, slacks, shoes, drinking a hot cappuccino, and he's just sweating and just acting like it was almost like he was melting, but he didn't know it. Yeah. And I was like, I just couldn't believe that he wasn't uncomfortable. I like the know? idea of it. Personally, I hate it. I hate the experience of being, especially if I'm like walking into a cafe, it's like, oh, great, I can finally get inside with some air conditioning. Uh, but I like the idea of like, you know, there's probably some reasonable temperature range where your body should be able to deal with the adjustments. Yeah. Like we survived for millennia dealing with climate and stuff like that. It does feel weak to to like air conditioning too much. If you're like um, one of those people that's going to be like, like I did when I first got to your house. I think it's more weak to like <laughs> heating too much. Oh, really? I feel like it's more a sign. I mean, this is just whatever, but I yeah. feel like it, I see it more as a sign of weakness to be like, I'm so cold. Please <laughs> yeah. warm up the fire. Then like I'm sweating. But it feels more manly to be like, I'm fucking sweating balls in here. You yeah, know? yeah, you're you're right. Like, because women are often more cold than men. Being cold you know? is a feminine trait and being, being hot is a masculine, masculine trait. <laughs> <laughs> we solved it, guys. Yeah. It yeah. only took how many episodes? <laughs> yeah, I heard they did a study and they noticed that prior to transitioning trans <laughs> women would feel cold in the office yeah. and want to turn the heat up more yeah i heard that they had to get from go they had to get one of those big work blankets and then when they transitioned they got a chin up bar i think that was <laughs> i think that's how it goes <laughs> God. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's a there's actually a big piece of news that we haven't talked about, and that in New York they just rolled out some regulations about Airbnb, and a lot of people are commenting on them, and some of them are very stupid. I feel somewhat unprepared because I haven't actually read any of the regulations to comment on articulately, but well. First of all, New York already, I believe, has like one of the most regulated Airbnb markets prior to any of this. Yeah. Well, honestly, it might be more fun to talk about it without any good knowledge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I will tell you what I think I know about it, and then you can okay. cross-examine. What I what I think I know is this, is that in the past, Airbnb regulations were pretty relatively strict. You couldn't just Airbnb anything. It had to be certain building classes and certain conditions had to be met. And you're supposed to get a permit, I believe, and pay taxes and whatever, whatever. But Airbnb in New York City have always been kind of cats and dogs because... There's a large hotel industry to lobby. And the tourism is insane. So there's anytime there's that much money, there's always going to be conflicts. But then, I guess now they are not only enforcing the rules that they've always had on the books, they're also increasing the amount of rules that they have. And... Um, and I guess that's where the conflict comes in. This is where it gets funny to me is the city is claiming that Airbnb has ruined, has made living in New York rent too unaffordable. Uh -huh. And then I just did like, when I heard that I did like a casual Google of how many empty rent controlled apartments there are in New York. 
and it's anywhere between ten and fifty thousand, <laughs> according wow. to some. Why are rent control departments empty? Because you have an apartment that has to be brought up to a certain level in order for it to meet the inspection. But to bring it up to inspection would cost $80,000. So you'd but rather just leave you, it empty? You can't ever make that money back because if you put $80,000 into it and then someone's paying $600 a month, you'll die before the you'll get that money back. So landlords are like, hey, fuck that. We're not going to do that. We're going to just wait and see if the rules change. I'm just going to bring my side chick here. <laughs> <laughs> Her standards are below the cities. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you catch my drift. <laughs> well, so what I understand about it is uh, you have to do minimum, I believe, 30-day stays. The yes. big thing in New York, the part where it's certainly reasonable to have restrictions, is that everyone lives on top of each other. Yes. So it's just a meaningful distinction. It's already, you know, potentially even in the suburbs or in a rural area, if you're close enough uh, physically, when you didn't sign up to live next to a hotel or a business, there's, there's reasonable objections there. Yeah. In New York, it's obviously even more so when it's somebody potentially on top of you, below you. I had a place that I lived at in Greenpoint, our last apartment. They were renovating it when we moved in. But prior to then, the guy would like illegally have it on Airbnb. And it's one thing to do that, but he also like had a hot tub back there and had like photos of like hot chicks in the hot tub and would like basically advertise it as like party central. Really? And so, yeah. And it's like a pretty quiet, it's literally across the street from a church, like literally. And so it's like a pretty quiet suburban block and, and neighbors were added. You know, rightfully so, I would say that there's just like a party happening constantly by them. And yeah. so then this guy, they like inspectors came in, they found out a bunch of like upgrades and changes to the place were done, you know, without permits. And he had to like redo all this type of shit with the with the unit. Um, but yeah, so 30 day minimum, I think. Yeah. My, my one, one person I know who does Airbnb in New York was already doing 30-day minimums and kind of making a killing. Uh, not a killing, but like, yeah, I'm doing pretty good with it. Um, and then also your building has to allow it. And the one person I know is building technically doesn't allow it, but he got a special permission or whatever, and they're cool with it. So it's really a, kind of a basis there. But yeah, if the building, I mean, a co-op, you're not going to do an Airbnb. In. No, they would kick your ass and they would smell it right away. Of course, somebody yeah. would rat immediately. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I... I I don't know. I think no one hates other hosts more than hosts, you know? So I guess I can understand why anyone would not want to have an Airbnb near them. But I guess my thought is always that every truly fucked up thing that's ever happened to me in my life did not happen from an Airbnb guest. It was a neighbor. Like I literally saw someone contribute to a, a building getting set on fire and then run away. And it was a guy I knew that used to live in one of my apartments. Can you, th that wording. <laughs> uh, in what way did he, could, did he like add extra fuel as someone else was igniting it? What do you mean? There was a party going on in an area that there should have been a party going on. It starts to burst out in flames. Instead of calling the cops or doing anything to help in any way, shape, or form, he slinks off into the night and never comes back. And these people's entire like garage apartment burned to the ground. Oh, this was an the neighbor was at his neighbor's house. This dude was attending this party, I guess that they were having. Oh, I see, I yeah. see. Yeah, well, and then, he, he wanted then, nothing to do. And with then it. the the owner, who was like a, a really this older black dude, he's a wonderful guy. He comes out and he sees that they fucked up his garage, and it's like two in the morning. We all are watching it, and he just he, he had the best reaction for someone who just saw a very traumatic thing, like part of your house burns. Right? I can't yeah. imagine what I would be feeling. And he just comes out and he just yells into the air. And he goes, "Y'all got me all fucked up." Like <laughs> I think about that to this day. That's like the coolest thing to say. Yeah. And then he got insurance money and they built it back and it was fine. But Okay, that's know. good. Anyways, I say all that to say, yeah, I understand why anyone would want regulations. New York is insane. Trying to find a rent is fucking insane. You have to be make so much money to live here. But I also don't think that they ban Airbnb. Number one, they probably won't enforce that effectively. Number two... People just, you know, if they really enforced it, maybe it would help, but maybe it won't. Maybe all those people will go to 30-day rentals. If anything, I think it'll affect the 30-day rental market more than it will regular rentals. Right. So Yeah, I mean, I certainly have my tirades that I can go on regarding the housing market, but I do think there's a lot of people who... there. You had a, a post uh, that we should discuss also yep. 
about single night stays, but somebody just jumped in and I feel like there's somebody who will jump in. If your post is anything about Airbnb, there's somebody that's going to find a way <laughs> to post about this specific matter, but then just change it. So they just pigeonhole in their generic opinion that like Airbnbs are evil and yes. it drives up the costs of the housing market, which there's like specific conversations to be had there specific to the market and specific to like the context of what you're discussing. But if somebody just injects that as like, um, I'm going to need to do this to just like plant my seeds here and let anybody else know that these are the politics and the virtues that I hold. Yes. I, I'm like, okay, I'm not good. I wouldn't engage with that person at this point. They're not interested in like an actual curious conversation. Well, also the thing is like, uh, I know exactly what you're talking about. And, they they start with like a very uh wide lens of like Airbnb's bad, it's bad for the world. <laughs> but then it always boils down to one time where something went wrong for them personally. Right, right. So it makes me just think that like if you would have just had a lovely stay, would your meta politics match your micro opinions? And I, I don't think so. No. I think no. if you would have stayed and the guest the host was like, Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Yeah, no problem. We're gonna help you. But but it's like yeah they ruin the world and you know what they ruined my birthday <laughs> you know? usually and this isn't a part a part of that tirade but usually it's the type of person who believes housing is a human right but at the same time if they were given a house would know the first thing to do when the toilet breaks <laughs> like it would just <laughs> I should have this but also like who's gonna put this shelf on the wall for me <laughs> yes. I always, I always used to joke about that, but no one ever appreciated it. Is that everyone? I, I love watching my very liberal friends uh, have to have to like speak to someone. Like they're very liberal until their HVAC goes out, and, and then, then they, they have, have to, to talk to this <laughs> guy. And then it's all like I reckons and yeah, bows and like yeah, it's like because you realize like everyone that has a skill I need is different than me yeah know. yeah they don't make uh rural plumbers in brooklyn woke model yeah. you know it's funny i i said this on facebook one time and this lady was like actually i i i don't even know how the conversation got started and but i was like i've never all the hvac people i've met are men usually conservative pretty men. much yeah and she's like actually all the hvac people i've met are women and i'm like in what fucking universe do you live oh th i'm sorry we have a misunderstanding here i'm talking about people who repair heating <laughs> and cooling systems not people who vacuum around my house <laughs> and then i got banned on facebook <laughs> for saying, got, yeah no it was i mean i was like can you imagine living in a community where just all the hvac are just women and like some, I would imagine, sure, but like yeah, yeah, I, I picture them hoisting the condenser of a split <laughs> unit, <laughs> a ninety-pound unit they're holding above their head, perfectly balanced. Yeah, I mean, all the power I to know. anybody who wants to go into it, but the reality is just that, like, you know, most women don't seem to want to work uh, in the heat, the hoisting heavy equipment and drilling through shit. The trades are are a hard way to make money. You yeah. do make money, but they're hard on the body. The people you're around are tough to be around, I'm sure. You know, I don't know. Uh, well, the point is, is that you don't, in those places where it's mostly men and it is mostly men, I mean, the reality is no one has an issue with it because you don't hear in those particular industries anyone advocating for like more female roofers you yeah, know yeah yeah no i did see one female roofer one time one time i got my roof yeah, done great for her and there's this one lady and uh, i was just like geez this is this lady could probably beat the shit out of me <laughs> she's like roofing in june and yeah stuff. yeah um but also be careful up there yeah i <laughs> uh, okay so um we were going to talk about this guy, though, that posted. Can you play the video? Oh, yeah, I can find it. Oh, New York City launches an all-out attack on Airbnb starting today. The monthly average rent in New York City is a sky-high 56... I mean, that is a very punchable face and yeah. voice. Also, why did he... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this guy has done improv at some point in his life. And, oh my god! And I bet he's just like filming himself. And he's like, "No, this isn't enough. I got to go bigger, yeah, bigger with yeah. my reaction." Okay, let me try one more with an accent. Yeah. <laughs> um, what is his like? What does it say in his like profile or who he is or whatnot? Uh, it says, "Man that's never been touched by a woman." I don't know. <laughs> that's right. Taylor Sones, uh, I don't know. And also, like, 
you know, I I do Airbnb for a living, but saying that Airbnbs are being attacked, I'm like, come on. Buddy. No, this is just like social media dramatization. It's so corny. It's very, but the thing that surprised me was I was sure I would click on the comments and it would be like, this guy's a fucking dweeb. <laughs> no, there was nothing about that really. I'm like, am I the only sane man in an insane world? How are we not commenting how unlikable this man is? Yeah, just the, he starts... <laughs> I want to play the beginning. Again. I mean, I'm not leaving comments because I, I just don't do that. But I want to. I want to play the beginning because listen to this. <laughs> One more time. He sounds like a rich man who just dropped his cigar ash on his lap. <laughs> Dude, can you imagine him starting it out with like? <laughs> okay, wait, no, no, no. Okay, one more. No, no, no. Okay, hold on. <laughs> he went he went all the way Captain Hook with that. <laughs> no, I gotta open with the laugh. I gotta open with the laugh and then I say the deal. He acts like he's like uh like watching like uh, professional wrestling or something, which yeah, I'm sure yeah, he does. Yeah. He's like Yeah, like, he's that's that's the character sort yeah. of is like uh, a guy on the sidelines calling the plays. Or like someone who's really into monster truck rallies. He's like, Oh, gravedigger's coming back. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what Airbnb's gonna do in response. <laughs> Hell in a cell. Uh all right, let's you wanna hear the rest of his bullshit. Sure. Right, here we go. City launches an all-out attack on Airbnb starting today. The monthly average rent in New York City is a sky-high $5,600, and they blame Airbnb and essentially shut it down starting today in the Big Apple. Here is what, how, and most importantly, why. I love how he took one day of like a communications course, and he's like, talk loud, and they had a whisper. It's like, a sky high, Stay tuned for more. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I want to listen to this. No, I don't think we need to listen to the whole thing. I think you'll get the point. I I watched it, and I can't tell you that I took anything away from it. So I feel like... I was so distracted by the the vessel. It's true. (laughs) It's true. It's it's the the cover of this book is really uh, off-putting. Um yeah, I mean, there's probably a market of people who do sh- like really short term. I guess what most of Airbnb is again, it's just that the one person I know who does it does 30 day mm. minimum stays, or it might be 29 day minimum stays, or something like that. Uh, so that's probably what's allowed in New York. Um, I don't know. People live on top of each other here, so I, I can see it being reasonable to restrict those short stays. But people want those short stays as well, and depending on what the situation is, like it might be way more preferable if you have a large family or whatever to rent an apartment rather than a hotel room. <laughs> I just can't stop thinking about that. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> what an asshole. Yeah, the big the big news is not Airbnb related. It's that guy's personality yeah. related. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys hear the latest Airbnb news in New York City? Yeah. Because you need to hear the fucking guy right. that's telling... Uh, but how did he become the guy? Because both of us have seen this video. Yeah, I just like... I, I don't know. It's times like this where I realize I'm like wasting my life in social media by not taking more chances. Because this guy... You need it, to be way more of a douchebag yeah, in front of your camera. I'm trying. <laughs> I, gotta, <laughs> I gotta go harder. Um, yeah, no, I don't know. Um, I think that's... I, I, I think it'll probably be a good thing, but I also think that, like anything, there's always, like, unintended consequences. I'm sure hotels will be very happy about this. I'm sure travelers' costs will go up, and I'm sure maybe people that are, like, on the outskirts of New York with different rules, like Hoboken, they might see a bump in business if they're playing by different rules. Yeah. Like I mean, part of it is also that New York City's pretty diverse in its housing, even throughout New York City. So part of me says, like, should this really be a citywide thing? Or, or at least if it's going to be, should they not separate the city into zones or something, hmm. depending on where it's allowed? Or, I mean, the simpler way is just to let buildings decide for themselves. You know, like most yeah. people live in a apartment building or a condo building or a co-op building. And so... You know, your building can easily say if that type of thing is undesirable there uh, and vote on it or have the board decide on it or whatnot. And then if you live in, if you have like a 
you know, single brownstone or whatever it is and, and you've got the space and it's not bothering anybody else, I don't see why not. Honestly, that that wouldn't be a bad solution because there's no one who tolerates bullshit less than New York landlords because they just they've seen everything, they've experienced everything, and they just don't want your Except bullshit. Except for where they are forced to tolerate it. <laughs> <laughs> then they tolerate it a lot because they have no choice. Yeah. But like if if you left it up to most landlords in New York, they'd be like, Yeah, cool, thanks for the option. Fuck fuck Airbnb. We're not dealing with this. We don't care if we make a little bit more in rent just because we don't want the hassle and right. people put the garbage in the wrong place and you know. It, uh, yeah, whatever. But the way I know most people that do it is they find either the one guy I know that owns one has approval, or I I've heard, have heard of people in the past that are just like, hey, I'm interested in like short term renting this. I'll give you a thousand dollars a month over what you're asking for the rent to be. Now that directly sounds like this is a unit that would have been a regular rental unit that's potentially sure. disappearing off the market. Yeah. But it, I think that's just taking what's still technically a pretty small sample pool uh, in a much larger picture. In terms of pricing and availability of housing, what if you just put the Airbnbs in the empty um, offices? No, well, yeah, that'd be good. Or the empty um, rent control departments. So, like, people visit New York and they're staying in like some absolute <laughs> squalor shithole. <laughs> yeah, experience the uh, tenement housing. In yeah, the way it was meant the tenement to be. museum comes alive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man. Did I ever tell you about the time I went to the Tenement Museum and the lady was mean to me? No. I don't know if you've ever been to the Tenement. Have you ever been there? I have not. Okay, you won't like it. <laughs> <laughs> like, the minute you go in there, if you are above 20 and you're white, they're like, you're the reason we have to educate people <laughs> about this. <laughs> and so, first off, their books, their bookstore is incredible. I recommend people going to that. Then they take you on this tour, and in the building, they show you what life was like room by room for people in different ages, right? And I knew the tour was going to be bad when uh, they opened up the lady who's doing the tour. She goes, when I say the word tenement, what comes to mind? And I was like, okay, I know when someone's stalling when they don't have enough material. And this is clearly <laughs> that. And this French guy, everyone's like, oh, apartments, poverty, turn of the century. And this French guy's like, eh, tenement, it, um, uh, it's the place in, uh, in the, the square in <laughs> China. Square. He was thinking Tiananmen <laughs> Square. That's great. And I was like, this I was, suck. I had in the back of my mind to insert a Tenement Square pun somewhere in this. <laughs> and that guy no, beat me to it. He did it. it. And he was not kidding. He just didn't know what tour he was on. Yeah, yeah. And then later funny. on, we were talking about how in the turn of the century, this the story in the, that they're saying is about how this woman, her husband leaves her and she's got these kids. What could she do for money? And she literally like pointed at all of us to, to offer suggestions. And someone's like, she could so she could watch kids. And I said, I said prostitution because she was like leaning on us. People do. Yeah. And she corrects me. She goes, um, sex work. <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, because that's what they called it back then in 1890 yeah, in the yeah. Lower East Side. <laughs> like, no, this is sex work. Yeah, I don't know. I I just was like, I that was such a weird distinction to make, and then we left it. And then it turns out that they bought the building from a family anyway. <laughs> that's a true story. The this, museum did. Yes. So it's, you know, and they like I try to acknowledge it and act like they're aware of it. But I'm like, I don't want to hear any lessons from you yeah. about anything, you know. So, yeah, maybe for next week we can actually research the New York Airbnb law and have <laughs> some intelligent opinions on it. But for now, we both just watched this dumbass video that doesn't really teach you much about what the law is. Doesn't specify how it changed because I know it actually did used to also not allow for short term yeah. stays in places and was very restrictive. So, yeah, this guy's a. Uh, an annoying turd. Um, yeah, my other notes here were uh, we we're going to talk about above ground pools, your redacted conversation. Oh, yeah. Well, also, we can do the emotional support yeah. cat. Should we do that one? Yeah. That one's funny. Uh, it's so annoying, but yeah, all the emotional support stuff, I don't bother fighting any of it anymore. Oh, really? Um, yeah, I mean, what are you going to do? You ask them for paperwork? Well, you in 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 South Carolina, you can charge people for emotional support animals. Um, really? Yes. But I so, thought that was an Airbnb rule that you can't do that. Uh, well, Airbnb says you can. Uh, the the huh. regu- the rule is that you can, but you can't charge for uh, support or uh, service animals. 
So. Oh, I see. You're making a distinction between the two. Yes. I wasn't even making a distinction between the two. I should look that up. It's really annoying, that, honestly, that you can't charge for either because I'm sorry, like, I understand your need for the animal, but that doesn't change the fact that cleaning needs to be done. Yep. Someone has to work for this. So it's kind of weird that um, we need to eat the cost of any of it. Also, there, there are emotional support horses. <laughs> like, wouldn't that be our ponies? Wouldn't it be funny uh, if someone yeah. brought that to your house? Like, this right, is- like you just have to. Sorry, my Clydesdale <laughs> kicked through your dining table, <laughs> but it was necessary for my support. Yeah, I feel very supported. <laughs> yeah. Pony kick, he back kicks a window out. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. That whole thing is just like, I feel for whoever sincerely needs it, but it's such a gamed thing to such an insane degree that just like I would love for someone to put their foot down and like strictly evaluate evaluate and like differentiate it on a needs basis but it's just I mean the people you see with like pets on planes and shit like that it's just like it's a joke the whole thing is a joke well and 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 it's it it's hurts the people that really need it the most because yeah, for sure. I can't imagine what it's like to be so anxious that if if you don't have an animal like you you can't function that must be hell Right. And well, I assume that person is um, like on the spectrum or something like that. If you're just a regular, regular person is not the wording they prefer. But uh, if if you have, (laughs) uh, I'm just wondering, like, what is the classification for somebody that doesn't have like a, I guess it would have to be some sort of clinical anxiety. Like it should be yeah. clinical. It shouldn't just be like my therapist says that like I'll be happier if I have this thing with me. Like yeah. shut up. Yeah. And also there's it, they should regulate the market of buying those vests because you can, it's like stolen valor. You can just buy, you can just go, <laughs> you can just go to a military supply and buy a, a jacket with stripes on it. Right. And you can do the same thing for these animals. Okay, so um this happened this week. This guy wrote me and he says, "Good morning, Joseph." There will be first off, he booked like a month in advance, and he's writing me literally the day before his trip starts. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. Yeah, already he's being manipulative, and he says, "Good morning." He says, "GM Joseph, good morning, Joseph." There will be two emotional support cats with the party. Did the hurricane affect you guys significantly? And uh, we didn't have a hurricane; we had a storm, whatever. And I said, uh, "Good morning, person. Uh, we do charge for emotional support animal pets." as allowed by Airbnb regulations. You'll need to add your pets to the official guest count. We also expect all pets to be well cared for and current on flea meds. So we say that to everybody. Right. And then, and yeah, for the storm, the storm was crazy, but the worst of it seems to be fine. And then he says, what is the charge per pet? And I says, we charge a flat fee of $100 for up to two pets. We normally only allow dogs, but I don't want to disrupt your trip, so we will make an exception. And he says, Joseph, dot, 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 forget about the cats. <laughs> <laughs> what an asshole! <laughs> like, was there more? It was that's just... it. And then he just went about his life. It was like, like I just people are such scumbags. With yeah, because he like was that. lying. I'm sure. Yeah. First off, why would there be two emotional support cats? Also, cats are not emotionally supportive. <laughs> no, no, they, <laughs> Let's be frank here. I've met rocks more emotionally yeah. supportive than cats. Yeah, a cat. Like, first off, they sleep 23 hours a day. How supportive can that be? Also, know? like, dude, fucking cat piss. Oh, you, never you'll never, away. you'll never get rid of it. Uh, but. Yeah, that's another thing that's annoying with Airbnb. We ended up get like initially before we were that familiar with the platform, we sure. were we wanted to charge a fee per dog, mm. but there's just no practical way to do it. They don't allow that anymore. They don't, you can't add multiple anymore. Uh, Verbo doesn't have any automated way of doing it. You just have to add it yourself uh, okay. uh, as a thing. And so yeah, initially like it was just too much back and forth trying to be like. Well, if it's two pets, it's two charges, or if it's three, it's this. So now it's just we charge the flat fee, which is technically, you know, the mess can definitely be exponential. Yeah. And then we had a direct booking on Logify that I didn't even realize they were booking, and that that there's no way to add it, or like there's no like automated way or whatever. And so I just ate the cost of it there because I pay my cleaner from that pet fee. I would just love it if this guy's emotional support cats were like harnessed together like horses are. (laughs) (laughs) they just pull them around oh shit the camera jesus christ what a mess might be (laughs) might be no video might be no video with today's episode some issues okay so 
Uh, we were talking about emotional support emotional cats, support which cats. aren't a thing as far as I'm concerned. Sorry, I deny yeah. their reality. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's uh, we if if they say it's like a service animal, we don't charge for it. I didn't even think about the distinction between service animal and emotional support animal. I thought it was like the same certification. I guess no. It, it well, a service animal is trained to perform a task, and they are around the person at all times. Because you know, like let's say they they have like some kind of faint thing right. or whatever, or you know, the person's blind, whatever. An emotional support animal is whatever you want it to it's, be. They're around whenever your Airbnb host yeah. is a pushover. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When he doesn't read the rules. Yeah, but if, man, I I just think it was so funny that the guy was like. You know, just immediately caved when I pushed yeah, back. Yeah. Okay, you got me. Yeah, and also the thing is, I know I'm about to get a shitty review from this guy because, of course, I am. You know. Yeah. Can you do anything about that? Uh, I'm gonna go kill his emotional support. Be <laughs> <laughs> my emotional support body of water. And throw them in. <laughs> uh, oh man. Um. Okay. And then we also had. Oh yeah, your your thing about that was redacted. Oh yeah, your little yeah. Uh, yeah so continuation from last episode, uh, a property I managed got robbed, and um, you know, <laughs> and then the lady who she says she didn't do it. She said her nephew did it, and she was so shocked. The way like people with bad dogs are always surprised the dog did something bad. They're like what? No way. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. whatever. So they apparently she or her nephew or another person robbed the Airbnb. We had to file a police report. Um, well, we don't have to. I mean, I don't know what the rules are, but I submit all the receipts to Airbnb. And I'm like, hey, here's all the things that we had to buy. Here's the the handrail they ripped out of the wall. Here's everything they did. And then Airbnb's like, well, you have to file a police report. And I was like, okay. But then we go to file a police report and the police want a thread of the conversation between me and the guest. And then I was like, so I go to the Airbnb to get that thread and there the conversation's been redacted. So it'd be like, hey, we have a problem. This house has been damaged. This message is removed by Airbnb. We also need to do this. This message has been, you know. So Airbnb, I don't know if that's intentional that they're I think covering it's probably their like ass. automatic if something happened to their profile. But is don't you think that that is weird that the whole conversation yeah, disappears? Yeah, yeah, it is weird because their reviews don't disappear. I, I I checked on this one time. Oh, interesting. Uh, if someone if someone could kill somebody, write a bad review, and then get kicked off the platform for murder, but the review would stay. <laughs> that's bizarre. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, so I, but luckily I found a way around it. I I looked at my hospitable account and they don't update as much. So it, it all worked out. I won in that situation. So when you message guests through hospital, is that how it works? You message them through hospitable and it sends it to Airbnb? Yes. You can do it from directly from Airbnb or from hospitable. Hospitable's messaging thread sucks. It's slow and cumbersome. So if you do it in Airbnb, it'll update in hospitable. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. But in this situation, it saved my ass. So shout out to Hospitable in that one. Um, and also, I, yeah, I don't know, man. I just, that's, I, I posted about this on Facebook, but I think there's a difference between being smart and clever. And in Airbnb, what we do, you often have to be clever. You often have to find workarounds to stuff to, to get what you want. You right. Know? Right. Anyway. Well, I'm glad that it worked out. Thank you. Uh, do you so you filed the police report? Yes. And then we'll see what Airbnb says. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, good luck with that. Thank you. Yeah. Well, this was a good episode. I think, I think we had some laughs. We had yeah. some fun times. Yeah. We possibly didn't get any of it on video. Yeah. <laughs> but at least we got the audio and it is a podcast after all. So there's that. And also we got to do that laugh over and over again. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'll use that as the opening. I'll just oh, play a yeah. clip of him and just, just us going. <laughs> <laughs> and with that. Uh, We'll see you guys next time. Bye.